0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of the Just Can't Even podcast. I'm your host Christine Carroll. I'm excited to be back here. Um, I don't know for those of you astute listeners, because I'm I'm sure people are really paying attention to my posting schedule. um, I haven't posted in like a week or two. I can't. I don't remember how long it's been, but it's been a hot minute. Um, And it's not because I didn't want to, um, but. Uh, we've had some fun, fun happenings in the uh, Carol Newton household as of late. Um, so COVID made a fun appearance in our household. That's been a great time. Um, about a little over, th- almost about four weeks at this point, um, my fiance Chris uh, ended up getting COVID. So that was fun. It came out of nowhere. I can't even. I have a couple of theories of where it might have come from, but there's nothing one thing that I can pinpoint. Um, Again, I have my theories, but it's not like we were out, like, partying or not wearing masks or being, like, super social or, like, whatever. Like, we don't go anywhere. Like, we sit at home, like, all the time. Um, So, that was actually the most annoying part. Like, if I want to get COVID, it's because I went on some reckless vacation and, like, lived my best life. I don't want to get COVID because I've been sitting at home and I had, like, one bad interaction. Like... So that was been really, really frustrating. And it came on out of nowhere. Like, we – I did not expect it. Because I said, like, we've been really careful. Like, we wash our hands and do all the things. So it was a Friday night. I was out all day. I had the day off. And then I came home around, like, maybe 4ish or 3.30 or 4. And Chris was doing – I quickly saw him. He was like, oh, hi. And he was making himself a, a drink. And because his – he had, like, a boss or a co or someone who was leaving. And so they were doing, like, a Zoom happy hour, which – if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know, how I feel about the zoom happy hour, but whatever. It wasn't my zoom happy hour. So I didn't care. So he's doing this zoom happy hour. He's like, Oh, like when I'm done, like I'll come down, I'll make you a drink. We can like have a drink together, you know, Friday night. Woo. And I'm like, cool. Awesome. Live your best life. So he goes up, he's doing his thing. I'll about like an hour. Or so he comes back down and like, you can tell, you know, when someone isn't feeling well and you can just tell by looking at them. And I looked at him and I was like, Oh, and I was like, what is wrong with you? He's like, do you mind if you're on your own tonight, you know, for dinner and stuff? He's like, I'm really not feeling well. And I just, I need to go lay down. And, um, he had a little bit of a fever. And at that point I'm like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> like, oh no. So at that point we decided to kind of go our own way. So he started isolating in our bedroom and I, that started my three, my nearly three week journey of sleeping on our couch. <laughs> so shout out to the sectional in my living room, <laughs> um so at that point we stopped getting around each other like I didn't at this point now I wouldn't see him for another two weeks like literally wouldn't see him so like he, he was like a little prisoner like he would be in the room and I would leave food at the door and I would walk away and he would come out and like get his food and then when he was done he would like leave it at the door and I would come back and get it um, we had, like, no interaction. We used up our bathrooms. I would, you know, wear the mask around. I pretty much just lived out of our bottom floor. Um, I didn't even like going up there for anything. So, like, I really wasn't, like, using the shower or anything. So I was, like, really, like, it, like things fell apart here. Like, I was super stressed taking care of him and taking care of me and, like, what's going to happen and, like, oh, my gosh. And so it was definitely a fun time so cut to our quarantine ends he's good it it came hard and fast for him so he felt like shit he felt really crappy had like a fever chills really bad headaches the whole thing but then like after a couple days like the rest of his quarantine he had to kind of just hang out in a room by himself but he was feeling better because you can't leave until a certain amount of time and then you know if you feel okay like you're allowed to go out or whatever um so he you know completes his quarantine the quarantine ends our quarantine time ends our, our 10 days ends um and then so i'm like okay i'm good to go and i had already tested negative for covid at that point so i gotten a test that previous monday like he got sick i got a test monday came back negative so i thought oh i'm in the clear good awesome so i go back the next monday for my i have to get a test weekly for work um And so I go, and I was also getting the first dose of the vaccine that same day. So I had an appointment scheduled again through my work. I'm really fortunate to be able to do that um, for my job for those purposes. So um, I got that. Everything went well. Like they take your temperature when you get there. I had no temperature. I got my vaccine. Everything went well. Uh, Although, one thing I was not expecting from that vaccine like, you know, when you get like the flu shot and your arm hurts a little, it's a little sore, but like, whatever. Oh my God, my arm hurt so bad. Like it was like, I needed a little sling almost because like moving it too much was like really, really painful. Like it was like, I was hardcore punched in the arm. I don't know, maybe like a baseball bat. Like I think that's a better, a better analogy. It was, oh my God, I can't tell you. It was like two solid days of like a really sore arm. Um, but yeah, so anyway, um, I, I get my, my vaccine. I, I'm going... They make you sit there for like 30 minutes to make sure you're okay. I felt okay. Everything's good. So I go live, live my life. I get home. Like, later that night, it started to not feel amazing. But, you know, I just got a vaccine. Like, I've been super stressed, you know, with everything going on. So, like, I really wasn't thinking much of it. Next day, I woke up, and I felt terrible. I felt, like, really just tired. And I, when I was sitting at my computer, because I tried to start doing work... I just couldn't focus. My mind was like super foggy, and I just I wasn't like felt like I was thinking clearly. So exhausted, and I just knew I'm like I can't sit here and work all day. So I called out of work and just like lay on the couch and chilled. And the next day, like seven a.m., I woke up to a missed call and a voicemail from like the head like health task force person at my job. And I just knew. I was like the minute I saw that call, I was like son of a bitch. I must've tested positive and that's, that's why they're calling. I was so mad. So turns out I did test positive. I was so pissed. Um, I was over, like I was already working again. Like my, I had my one really bad day and the other days I could work. So again, I wasn't out for the count the way he was. Um, I never had a fever. I never got chills. I never had any of that. Um, but yeah, so I had a lot of brain fog. That was one thing that caught me off guard. I looked up later after the fact and found out it actually is a thing, but I didn't know it. And I was just, I would be like saying something or thinking, and I would have to like legit, like stop and remind myself what I was doing. Like I kept forgetting what I was doing. I was trying to put sentences together that didn't make sense. Like it was rough. (laughs) Like I was rough. So, um, so yeah, that was like the biggest thing that really caught me off guard. And of course I lost my sense of taste and smell. We both did. Um, and I didn't even realize I lost my sense of of smell until I had bought like so when Chris had gotten sick I had bought these like set of candles from this blogger that I follow and I was so excited I was like okay a little gift for myself for like gunning through this and they finally they came in afterwards and I opened them and I go to smell them and I couldn't smell anything and I've bought candles from this company before and I knew it would have like a smell that I would smell like and I'm smelling it, I couldn't smell anything. And then it occurred to me, I'm like, can I taste anything? Like haven't, I didn't taste, couldn't smell. Um, it was, it was weird. It was freaky. I mean, it's not the end of the world, I guess, but it's weird. Like the other night I was cooking something and I guess it was burning and I had no idea. <laughs> My fiance was like, uh, you might want to turn the vent on cause it smells like smoke in here. I had literally no idea. So I guess that's kind of dangerous, but anyway, I lost a little bit of weight from it. So it's not the end of the world. But yeah, that's a weird thing. It's not, again, like you're super sick and like you can't function in life, but like it's weird to lose your sense of taste and smell. Like it's very bizarre. But so yeah, that whole thing happened. Good times. So we're good. We're done. My quarantine is long-ended. I've gotten the clear. I've been in touch with like a bunch of like healthcare people. So I'm good to go. So don't worry about me. It's been I'm all good. But I say that because this is like, why I was so triggered by what I'm about to talk about so obviously this past Sunday was Super Bowl Sunday you know big deal and um you know we watched the game we you know obviously like pretty much everyone else made our food made a bomb queso dip like I'm dreaming about that queso dip that my fiance made it was so good um but yeah so we we did that whatever and Obviously, I think it's ridiculous that the Super Bowl is happening with, like, anyone there anyway, considering what we're going through. But, like, I digress. So we're starting to watch some of the pregame stuff. It's, like, on in the background, and we're kind of checking it out as we're getting, like, making food. And I check out what this, like – I don't know if anyone else watched it. It's called the TikTok Tailgate, which I'm not a TikTok person. Like, I was not like, ooh, TikTok is doing something. But it was basically a concert. It was Miley Cyrus and Billy Idol. And for those of you who don't know, Billy Idol was, like, a rock star in, like, the 80s. Um, Obviously, I didn't grow up listening to Billy Idol, but, like, I know who he is. He was in The Wedding Singer for anyone He was in the end. He played himself for anyone who's curious. Um, But, yeah, so Billy Idol was in there. And I don't know how old Billy Idol is. He's got to be, like in his 70s maybe I feel like at this point I don't know I'm gonna have to, I should have done my research and googled how old Billy Idol is but he's not young let's just put it that way I think he's my parents age or maybe older again I don't I can't say for sure so anyway he has that look like I don't know if anyone watched this tailgate but if you did you probably know what I'm talking about he had this look of like you can tell when someone's older and they've had plastic surgery and so they have this like smooth look but it's still not natural and you can still tell they're old like his his face like his skin looked like play-doh like it had this weird like melting look but again like but, but you can tell it was like surgical and they're trying to be young but you can tell they're still old like it was not pleasant to look at it was very awkward he's still wearing some like studded leather jacket from like eight 1984 or whatever and I'm like at some point you got I mean I know you have to make a paycheck you gotta make a living but like at some point it's kind of sad you know to see like the 70 year old guy like still trying to like live his best like keep on to his youth you know like he's got like the weird plastic surgery he's got his like outfit from the 80s it's I don't know it was a little uncomfortable and then of course you've got Miley Cyrus who uh, she annoys me like for starter, starters like I get it you're edgy you're I get it you're so cool you're an adult now you're not a Disney pop star like I'm I'm over it like I'm over this like look how cool I am look how edgy I don't care what you think about me even though I clearly do because I'm like putting everything out there um so yeah she just tries way too hard again I get it like I understand if you don't want to be seen like a, a two year like a 12 year old anymore like I get totally understand like I grew up, like, we all grow up, like, we want to be seen as an adult, but I don't know, like, it, it just gets weird after a while, so she's dressed like a cheerleader from hell, like, she's got this, like, cheerleader leather outfit, it's, like, pink and black, and she's got, like, a mullet, which I, I don't know why the mullet is still a thing, like, that should be, that should be, like, punishable by a fine, like, it's just so heinous, so she's got this, like, gross Joe dirt mullet going on you know her weird cheerleader outfit she's next to melting over the hill billy idol and on top of it like they're trying to do that thing where like you know you're you're singing together you're you know and so they're trying to like play off of each other like interact with each other and interact with the band but like i don't know they, it seems like they met like 12 minutes ago like they, it's so awkward it feels so forced so uncomfortable like no one knows what's going on Again, I don't know if this was the whole concert. I only caught this particular section. But yeah, that was painful to watch. It didn't have to happen. Like, if that concert didn't happen, like, the world would have kept moving. So that was weird. So I'm thinking, whatever. This is, like, an awkward concert, but who cares? I'm thinking it's just for TV. And then all of a sudden, at one point, they pan over to the audience. Which, um, question, why the hell is there an audience? And, like, also, does Florida not have, like, caps on anything? 75%. Hundred people like packed in a field standing shoulder to shoulder at this concert what the actual f is this like again is the miley cyrus billy idol concert so important that it's worth having all of these people crammed together during a pandemic like please someone answer that for me And so of course I saw this, I started Googling it. I'm like, are there, is this a real, is this real? Is this happening live? Like I was starting to get wicked triggered. I look it up. Oh no, yeah, 7,500. That's how I know the number. And they're all like these like healthcare workers and they make a note to make vaccinated. Like that's all good and well, but still like, what the fuck? Like, they say they've been preaching like even after you get the vaccine like you have to still social distance you still have to wear the mask you could still technically get COVID like it might not be bad it might just be like a cold but you can still technically get it and you can still get it and not know it and give it to other people so like just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean it's like a be-all end-all like your Teflon and it just like slips off of you so yeah we have 7,500 people shoulder to shoulder in a field during a pandemic in Florida of all places, which I'm sure is, you know, not exactly upholding the rules. Clearly they're not like, there's no capacity, like 50% capacity, you know, 20% capacity, or you can only have this many people. Like I know here in Massachusetts, it's like X amount of people, even for like an outdoor event. And I think it's like 50 people, (laughs) like it's definitely not 7,500. I just, I was so triggered. I like jumped off the couch. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I can't believe they're doing this. Like blah, blah, blah. And whatever. It's one thing if it would stay in Florida, because I'm going to be honest, I really don't care what happens in Florida. <laughs> I am not a fan. There's going to be a Florida episode coming your way at some point. Um, but that's the thing. It's a Super Bowl. People come from all over and then they go home and then they like spread whatever. If you tell me that not a single case of COVID comes out of that concert, I'll just die now. Like I, I'll just give up because there's no fucking way that out of that whole entire concert of those 7,500 people, that not a single one of them got anybody else sick, either at that concert or after the fact. Like there's no fucking way. And again, we're not here curing cancer. We're not feeding the hunger, the hungry of the world. It was literally a Miley Cyrus and Billy Idol like pre Super Bowl concert. It wasn't the actual Super Bowl event. It was a pre concert. So like. That was like the most upsetting and frustrating thing. Um, but the Super Bowl in general was super frustrating. Like, I know it wasn't a full stadium. I know there was a lot of cardboard cutouts. But still, they were what they say twenty five people, twenty five thousand people still at that stadium. Like, what the what part of a global pandemic do people not understand? There is a reason why it has almost been a year since this shit has gone out of control here in the U.S. Because nobody cares. Nobody makes an effort. I'm here sitting at home on my ass and I happen to have like one bad moment where I, I happen to get in, happen to cross paths with the wrong person and now I get COVID and you have people out here who are partying in fucking Florida who are just like living their best life. Like what the hell? Like seriously, I was, I was so triggered by that. You know, we have, like, we can't get schools to open properly, and the vaccine rollout has been a disaster, and there was no way to get testing forever, but, like, the Super Bowl managed to run without a hitch. Like, that was the smoothest running event of the past, like, year. Like, I can't believe it. Apparently, we should just get Roger Goodell to, like, screw the federal government. Like, he should just be in charge of our vaccine rollout and all of our COVID plans, because, The NFL managed to find a way in order to, you know, make that season happen and make that Super Bowl happen. The rest of the world can't function, but at at least the NFL got their Super Bowl. So we can all rest easy knowing that that happened. But yeah, it just shows you if if you have the money and the resources and you really want it, you can do it. Like there are people who managed to like find a way to get down to the Super Bowl during COVID. And yet these same people can't manage to behave themselves in a supermarket. I will never understand. So then the Bucks won, cool, and then cut to all the people like pouring out into the streets of Tampa, which by the way, I've actually been to Tampa and Tampa is a cool city. It's definitely like a smaller city, but it gives me like a cool vibe. Like it's definitely up and coming. I also think it's seen like an influx of people, particularly from the Northeast, um, who like want to live down in Florida for some reason. Um, so yeah, so they're all pouring into the street, celebrating. Again, everyone's around each other. No one's wearing masks. If you had shown taken a picture of the street-like celebrations, you would have thought that happened any other year. Like, this, there's no way this happened during a global pandemic. But yeah, no, it did. And people were yeah. out on the streets. And again, everyone probably got COVID. And that's Florida for you. Like, of all the places, like, I'm not shocked that this all ha- took place in Florida. Um, again, you had all the huge fans. Like, because everyone's such a Buccaneers fan. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I sometimes would forget the Buccaneers like existed. Like, if you had me list off all of the NFL teams, they would probably be at like the end of the list. Where like I'm trying to be like, wait, wait. There's a city that has some. I think I'm missing someone. Like that to me is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's not like a oh she's bitter because of Tom Brady. It has nothing to do with that. I rooted for them. You know, I like Brady. I'm a New England fan. I'm not like a Tom Brady bandwagon fan. It was great having him here, obviously, and I like him, but. Um, I'm not all of a sudden like a Bucks fan now, like all these like bandwagon Bucks, all these, all I've been a lifelong Tampa Bay fan. Have you, like, have you really been a Tampa Bay fan all your life? Um, like I said, I sometimes forget about the Tampa Bay Bucks. So that just gives you an idea of like where they fall on my radar. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was just watching it was so upsetting. Again, knowing that like I've been trapped in my house for three weeks because of fucking COVID, i'll probably continue to lay low to be honest because i'm just i'm so like ptsd after the whole thing um and to see just again i want people to be happy like you want people to celebrate but at some point i'm like we could have been in such a better place already and we could all be like living our best lives but like because we can't just like get our act together for like a short amount of time like we have to drag this thing out for pretty much a year. Like let's be real. Like the one year <laughs> the one year anniversary is coming up real fast. And that is the one anniversary that I do not plan on celebrating. <laughs> so um but yeah this the Super Bowl just like really set me off. And it was also like a boring game. It wasn't that much fun. The halftime wasn't that great. Like so you're gonna go to all this trouble to fucking host a Super Bowl during a pandemic. Let it be a good game and let it be a great show. And I like the weekend. It just wasn't anything special. So yeah, that was that was my Sunday. That was my like seeing red <laughs> Sunday. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm back at it. I'm uh, gonna, you know, just lay low in my little house prison <laughs> that I've created for myself. And you should all too because I would love to resume my life at some point. And I can't do that if the world is falling apart. So do your part. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Um, If you're offended by any of this, I don't care. (laughs) Because if you're offended by me calling out the fact that people are shitheads over COVID, then I really don't care. Um, but yeah, check us out on you know social media, Just Can't Even Podcast on Instagram and Just Can't Even Pod on Twitter. Let me know what you can't just even with. If you're pissed that I'm annoyed if you celebrated in the streets of Tampa maskless, let me know and I'm happy to put you in your place. So um, send, send all feedback my way. They say... They say all no public all publicity is good publicity. Well, all social media engagement is good social media engagement. So <laughs> that's what I like to tell. But stay safe, have a good one, and I look forward to talking to you later. Bye.